Alright, it's the Fanboy Planet Comic Con wrap-up from the Fanboy Planet Studios in Los Angeles, California, or as my friends on the BBC like to tell me, Los Angeles. Uh, I'm here with Mark Teague. This, of course, is Derek McCaw. Hello. And it is uh, Monday morning because, really, after the con, everybody was too exhausted to talk about a thing. Uh, the drive out of San Diego was, shall we estimate, was that three and a half hours? Yes. I'd say it's safe to say we have con hangovers. Excellent. And that really isn't due to alcohol. That's totally con hangovers. So, um, (laughs) superhero sci-fi horror, the full, and of course, the beautiful women. Indeed, indeed. Uh, We saw the best Poison Ivy ever yesterday. We had a little uh, video footage of her, didn't you? Yes. And uh, the best uh, female stormtrooper. Yes, okay, so and that female stormtrooper is up on the uh, side of a picture already, but uh, that site would, of course, be www.fanboyplanet.com for those of you listening in through the iTunes. And <laughs> so we go here. So we had the last day of con. Uh, what was uh, the high point of, of the convention for you at the, uh, the Sunday, which is Kids Day? Oh, you're just all you're asking. Yeah, well, asking. I think the the deals, the last day, there's great deals. Everything's half off. Um, it was really cool to see all the kids, seeing their heroes, and all that good stuff. Did Mile High lower themselves down to half off? Because that'll just make me sick. Uh, I don't know. Okay, but they were at thirty percent off at a point for their fine selection of graphic novels. So you got uh, a Shazam for how much? I yeah, I got a nice. first one, a first appearance Shazam figure uh, from a toy dealer for nine dollars, which wow. it had been going for eighteen dollars. So that was half off exactly. Wow. That was great. Uh, Mr. Teague here has never played Hero Clicks, the unofficial uh, obsessive game of Fanboy Planets, and so I got him a starter set for five dollars. Uh, so that was actually a really great deal. And nice, um, yeah, and Mile High was down to thirty percent with their stuff. So there were a lot of great deals to be had on Sunday. So as as many have said before, but we can now personally vouch for if you can hang out till Sunday, and if you can run the risk that they're not going to have that that they won't have what you want. You may find what you want for an incredible price on Sunday because they don't want to carry it back home. Sure. So, yeah, it was a feeding frenzy in the uh, dealer's area of the floor. Uh, there was still a lot of talent on the floor signing, DC and Marvel both. Uh, certainly big guns were still there Sunday. Uh, we walked around and uh, got some footage but also paid attention to... Uh, some small press guys because that was the insanity of the con that really Saturday and Sunday were the first two days that I could pay attention to comics and talked to Kyle Baker who won an Eisner on Friday night for Nat Turner for I think it was best uh, non-fiction comic Uh, so that's his second Eisner and Kyle Baker is just about the nicest guy in comics and a brilliant man working both in comics and animation uh, and wanted to let me know that his uh, strip, The Bakers, which is based on his family home life, is actually going to be on BET. And Nickelodeon has asked him to produce a show. And I think he said that uh, he's got a Cartoon Network show working, too. So it's really cool to see, as insane as all the Hollywood influence is on Comic-Con, that some of our favorite creators are actually getting a chance to make a lot of money uh, by working in, um, in Hollywood. And there's just a lot of respect for the talent. Also talked to Batten Lash, who does Tales of Supernatural Law, uh, and uh, which is a really fun book and has been a past Eisner winner, I believe. Uh, which also, he said, in the next couple of weeks, he's going to be able to make a major uh, announcement about uh, film stuff. So 
That's pretty exciting. Um, also, the DC panel was pretty cool. That's right. We went to the Brave New World panel with Mike Carlin and... Um, Oh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but uh, Gail Simone and Howard Porter were there. And this was, uh, was it, Mark, is this your first experience in a very long time attending a, a straight-up comics panel? Because you've attended Con before as a professional, uh, working for uh, Creative Light for Comic Book the Movie, and uh, when you uh, showed Superguy many years ago there. Uh, so you've been on that side this uh, it's the first time attending a, a company as big as DC to see what really happens behind the scenes. And in the, the q and I thought was fascinating. I mean, it's just the, the questions that were asked of the fans were were, were so insightful. I mean, really, I, I, I felt their passion for the characters. And there were some, uh, some little rocky moments there, too. Yeah, people really feel ownership yeah. of that. And uh, let me where ask... You, where are you taking the characters? Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask, since, of course, you and I are launching Tony Loco through Elusive Arts Entertainment um, this winter, is, and how does that affect your feeling about creating a comic book when you see... I mean, obviously, no one at this point... Uh, Hussein has passion for what we're doing because all we have is a poster uh, that's available <laughs> to the public uh, that you could see anyway. Um, but you know, does that affect things? Are you feeling a little daunted knowing that there are going to be fans that um, that believe they know know your character better than you do? Um, it does affect me in many ways, more, more than one. It's kind of like. Um you know, uh, there's so much uh, talent there at the con. Uh, just incredible artwork, incredible writing. And what I learned is the why they're so good is they just they stay centered. They just you know, there's, there's it's easy to get distracted when you're when creating anything that's episodical. And you got it'll be a fine line between catering to to make everybody happy as opposed to just doing what's cool. I mean, Peter Frampton is example. He wrote lots of songs just for himself. He didn't think, he didn't care if anybody would like the songs afterwards, and everybody did. So I have to be true to to the story and what I like, and what I like to draw. And if people like it, great. If not, you know, so be it. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the evening, uh, we did something a little different than I have done in conventions past, which was uh, stay in San Diego, hope that the traffic would die down, which, by the way, did not work, <laughs> but uh, we went up to Little Italy and we had dinner with Matt and Sharon Scott, uh, who have a deal with Avatar, and were known in the past at, uh, at Image Comics for More Than Mortal, and so they've been longtime friends of yours, and so that was actually a really cool thing. Yes, and they bought dinner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if they wanted to say that, but yes. <laughs> uh, there's definitely enough to have bought us a really nice dinner for no other reason than we're nice guys. Um, but uh, it was really it was really cool to speak to creators and just be able to sit down and have dinner. And one of the things that uh, you and I have been talking about a lot is what makes the convention experience so cool is that feeling that you are growing this group of acquaintances, if not outright friends, that you get to see once a year. Sure. It's not just about seeing what DC is going to do. And I think that's the, the fan reaction, like going to a panel and the fans feel very comfortable yelling at Mike Car- Carlin for the direction of, of uh, the trial of Shazam, because at one level, it is like we know Mike Carlin. And uh, certainly had that experience with a, with a few creators who have said, "Oh yeah, I know." Like my talking to Kyle Baker, Kyle sees me every convention, and 
and knows who I am. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, and and that's kind of a cool experience. But then to be able to sort of not cross the line, but uh, it's like a big club we all belong to. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so yeah, that's exactly it. We are. I've closed the book for on five days of the year, feeling like we absolutely, absolutely belong. Uh, and even though when you're in the midst of it, it's hot and sweaty, and sometimes uh, the crowds, like yesterday, oh my gosh, with uh, kids. I mean, we can say it's as great as it is that, that the convention is appealing to kids because, you know. I, we're dying off. Uh, <laughs> fandom uh, re- has to re- recycle, uh, repopulate itself. Uh, so there's a message: go forth and multiply. Uh, but uh, as, much, as fun as it is to have the kids there, there's a lot of stopping dead in the middle of the aisles, and it was really hard to navigate through uh, <laughs> to get <laughs> to where you wanted to go. It's like football, especially if you were stopping, if you were anywhere near Lego, Star Wars, Mattel. Any of the toy companies, it was horrible to try to get past them. That's okay if I stop, but when other people stop. Uh, well, okay, there's that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it was still great. It was still great to have a lot of stuff for kids. They showed uh, Brother Bear 2. They had a Ben 10 panel, you know, so it was kids got to, you know, see exciting things that they wouldn't uh, if they'd stayed home on a Sunday, I guess. Uh, but also, you know, to meet pe- new people, and even DC has its appeal with the Teen Titans. And uh, I should mention, because I, I, I don't really remember if uh, Michael Woods and I got a chance to talk about this Saturday night, that uh, once again, Paul Levitz had announced on Saturday that uh, DC will be doing some direct-to-video uh, projects that are directly for the fans, and maybe for a, a later podcast this week, because I'll be at the studios here in in Los Angeles for a while. We can talk about the impact of doing film directly for such a narrow audience, and the confidence that DC has that they will uh, be able to make money for Warner Home Video by doing something that caters exactly to to us, giving us exactly the animated films, or at least. You know, hypothetically, exactly the animated films that we want to see. So that's exciting because they've tried this before. Other companies have tried this, and it's 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 risky. Yeah, and I think superheroes' popularity now is, is so huge that you never know. Yeah. So all right, we'll pick that up in a later podcast. This is Derek McCaw, RT. And uh, we're saying buy comics. Don't forget, New Comics Day on Wednesday. And uh, Joe Casada will be on uh, the Colbert Report Thursday night, uh, July 27th. So uh, that should be fun, talking about the Civil War. And you know that Colbert is going to mess with that. So, all right, signing out. Read Fanboy Planet. Bye. <laughs>